Thank you for joining me on another episode of Real Talk. I am your host, Denise Horton, and I'm happy to be back with you again for this week's podcast. Today's topic will be on anxiety. Many people suffer from anxiety and depression, and unfortunately, suffer in silence. Why? Is it because society has placed a label on them and they are seen as crazy? where they are devalued and shunned? Society perceives them as lazy because they lack energy and do not feel like doing anything with their lives. Sometimes we get annoyed with them as we see them sleeping all day or hear them repeating the same story over and over with all their negative thoughts. Sometimes we see them overeating or even having a lack of appetite and wasting away. And it gets on our nerves because they are not acting normal and we don't want them around us as we are bothered by their presence. And how do we address them? Just snap out of it. Take a deep breath. Nothing is wrong with you. Stop eating so much. Or you need to eat and you'll feel better. Think positive and everything will be alright. Read the Bible. If that's the solution we can offer to those people who are suffering, then don't wonder why they keep to themselves as they don't want to be vulnerable and ridiculed. This happens not only in our homes but also in the workplace. Let me tell you something. Anxiety and depression should be treated equally and with the same sensitivity as any other medical illness, such as hypertension, diabetes, cancer, to name some. Anxiety and depression are horrible mental illnesses, and I empathize with anyone who is suffering or may have suffered from this. I have reached a point in my life where I will break my silence. Yes, I have suffered from both. I have lived it, but thank God with perseverance, love, and a strong community of family and friends, I got through it. People, this is real. So I will share a snippet of my experience in 2000. In the year 2000, I gave birth to my first child And it was after that that I experienced postpartum anxiety and depression. It was frightening to me as I was aware that something had changed in my mind and my body that I could not control. I was laying in bed one day resting beside my husband and I heard a loud explosion in my head. You can look this up, it's called a head explosion which I found out later after researching, is real and is benign, however, affects people who suffer from anxiety. It sounded almost like a gunshot went off right beside my ears. It was so loud. I awakened from my sleep frightened and I just started crying. The symptoms continued to escalate. I felt nervous and I was also short of breath at rest and sometimes while walking. At that time, I had worked as an ICU nurse 
so immediately I thought something cardiac was going on. The crying was uncontrollable, it would come and go. In the mornings when I woke up, I was so nervous and jittery, I could hardly brush my teeth and the crying would start. I sometimes felt lightheaded and at other times like there was even pressure building up in my head as though my head was going to burst. I didn't know what was going on, neither did my husband as we were a young married couple and this was certainly new and scary for both of us. I remember sitting on the sofa one day and I felt like I had an out-of-body experience. My heart started racing and I clutched the arms of the sofa in fright to catch myself. My husband grabbed me as he saw me struggling. During this time, I couldn't breastfeed or hold a baby. Thank God for my mom who took care of my son while I struggled through this torment. I lost my appetite. When I became nervous, I became nauseous. The only thing I could consume was liquid broth, and I lost a lot of weight. I withdrew from everyone. No phone calls. I didn't feel like talking to anyone. I didn't want to engage in any conversation. I just wanted to lay on the sofa and not be disturbed. I had no energy. I feared the mornings because I knew what was coming. The shaking, the crying, and the weird feelings in my head. At night, another feeling would consume me. The feeling of gloom and doom. The feeling of impending doom. I had a lot of negative thoughts going and circling around in my head, telling me that I was going to die. I would twist and turn at night. I couldn't sleep. How long was this going to last, dear God, and who do I go to that I can trust? If I shared it with friends or co-workers, they would think I'm crazy, and my reputation amongst them and at work may get tarnished. I might even get fired. I was so sad, I would cry. I didn't know what was happening to me. I had my baby to take care of, and I could see the concern on the faces of my husband, mom, and brother as they tried to encourage me. This was not a good place. Everything was so dark. I felt like I was circling the drain. But by the grace of God, I overcame. In 2008, I had my third child, and I am well. No further reoccurrence of this torment. So let me now share how I overcame. I sought the help of a mental health therapist and had several weekly sessions for about three months. I was able to talk in a safe place and alleviate my fears, separating truth from false thinking. I also saw a psychiatrist who I trusted and was prescribed an antidepressant for three months. This helped to balance my mood. I reached out to my very close friends who knew what was going on and could keep my confidence. This helped to break the spell of being withdrawn and isolated. Most of all, I prayed daily 
to God and drew closer to Him. Without being redundant, my message to you today is anxiety and depression is real. There is no shame to having this illness. Don't be ashamed to seek help. Don't sit and suffer in silence. There are many resources that are available that are underlined, underutilized because of shame. Reach out to a therapist. Reach out for counseling. Some may need medication, some may not. But if you have to take the medication, take it. It's only for a while. As always, I will leave you with a passage of scripture. This helped me during this time and I continue to reflect on it daily. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brothers, whatsoever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think of these things. Please join me in the next episode where I will share further on how I continue to overcome and found joy and happiness in living. Thanks for your time. Just keep listening and be blessed.